Hello and welcome. This episode of the Sales Chat Show is brought to you by the Academy for Chief Executives. We hope you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Hello folks, it's a saleschatshow.com, sales chat show driving your sales success. This is Simon Hazeldean, Graham Jones and Phil Jessen in our second Brexit sales chat show special. And again, we have our very special guest, Ian Price, the chief executive from the Academy for Chief Executives with us. In the previous episode, we were being quite positive and optimistic and talking about the opportunities that Brexit will be offering SME businesses in the in the UK and we thought we maybe ought to take a different slant you know to provide some balance look at the risks and maybe some of the downsides that the, the businesses are going to be facing as a result of what's going to be happening as yet unknown specifically um, Ian your thoughts what do you think a responsible business leader should be doing now to, to, to minimise maybe the risk that Brexit's posing to their business. Hi, hello there. Well, I think there's a, a number of things that uh, certainly Academy members have, have highlighted the, uh, the steps that they need to take. Number one, clearly we've been in a situation over the past few months where there's been increasing volatility in exchange rates. So being aware of what impact that might have, and if you are trading internationally, therefore, in a number of currencies, it just makes sense to make sure you've got good hedging uh, policies in place and that you're taking care of all the good treasury disciplines with regard to, uh, to your exposure to other currencies. Um, I think the other thing is to potentially stress test your business in the future. If we are in a situation uh, in the UK where we are facing um, tariff barriers that weren't there before, uh, import duties and the like, or export duties, then maybe you should take a look at what impact you know uh, a number of different scenarios might have on your business. If suddenly your business was faced with a 15% um, import duty by putting your products into the um, European Union, what would that actually mean for your, your profitability, your margin and your, your operating capability? Um, I think you might have to have a look at whether there might be some variations in your legal standards. So understanding if there's anything that's unique about uh, operating in Europe right now that might be different in a world thereafter. Um, and I think the other thing is to have a look at uh, talent. Uh, it may well be that if there is certain uncertainty about you having a lot of your employees that do come from the European Union, what does it mean if you're no longer able to use that capability? And or, what talent have you got to be able to operate in a, in a global market outside of Europe? If suddenly you're going to be looking at exporting to China or India or Latin America, do you have the capability within your organisation, you know, the foreign language capability, to be able to export into those locations? Um, it's just the kind of things of stress testing your business and understanding that it's, it's fit for um, a, a different future. So I think the, I like the idea of kind of like, you know, the stress testing is looking at what potential future scenarios might be. You know, what might the brutal reality be? And if it happens, working out how fit, healthy your, your, business, is, your business is likely to be. You know, just if the worst happens, you have, I suppose, prepared for that and at least considered what you, what you might do. Phil, you... I think if I was... Um an Academy member listening to this, I might find Ian's comments a little bit dreamy. 
Uh, I mean, surely the reality, Ian, is that most of your Academy members, the pipeline's probably stalling and people are very nervous and, and the chief executives running your member organisations, their stress levels have probably gone through the roof. Is that not the reality? Uh, for some, that's true. For some of them, they, they have already had the, uh, the sharp and pointy end of, of Brexit, had an impact on their business. Um, but of course, there's a benefit to being in the academy. You get to, to share those experiences with others and potentially explore other opportunities. Um, but I think many of us have lived in an environment which they've known no different in terms of the European Union and its impact on you know, the British industry and commerce and the like. Um, and so these are a new set of scenarios. Having a group of people around you who can potentially help you through that stress testing and scenario is certainly a positive. So maybe Academy members are less stressed than those who are not. Um, and certainly one other thing in terms of an interest of balance is, sure, there are those members whose um, import costs have gone up because of the, uh, the exchange rate. But what it is also doing, and for those you know, good Academy members, um, they've recognised it already, it's a great opportunity to export. It means that you know, the cost of British goods abroad has reduced significantly. That's a great opportunity moving forward. One of our speakers, Justin Urquhart-Stewart, uh, talks about that vital ingredient to the British economy, which I think is really important and something that does come through from Academy members, confidence. Um, and all too often, of course, we're faced with a media that, that wants to look at the negative, wants to have those, those negative stories, wants to potentially suggest that uh, things are not in a great state. But confidence is what drives our economy, particularly when so much of it is around consumer confidence and a consumer economy. I think the, the, the point you make about scenario planning and working out you know, all the different kind of options uh, that are, could happen in the future is really important. But I know lots of chief executives are going to come back and say, we haven't got the time uh, because we're too busy trying to do our current work and we're under pressure and we're working 18-hour days and we haven't got the time to think about what might happen should we be able to open up other markets internationally. But I know that one of the things that the Academy likes to focus on is... Um, work-life balance and there's I think one of the reasons that chief executives don't have the time is because they are doing too much mm -hmm. and they don't have time to sit back and think about managing risks and think about this I was reading some research at the weekend quite a big piece of extensive research on office productivity the most productive people in the world are people who only work four hours a day so anybody who works longer than four hours is less productive than somebody who works four hours a day. So if a chief executive is only working four hours a day, they are actually going to have time when they go for a walk and they've got this work-life balance to scenario plan and think about these risks and manage them in the future. You realise the people that work for Ian have just heard you uh, reducing their hours by half. I'm terribly sorry for Ian. It was, it was going so well. <laughs> but but yeah, productivity, I mean, actually it does go down and then back up again. So when you work about nine hours a day, you become a bit more productive than if you were working six or seven hours a day. But once you go beyond that, you're actually way less productive. So all of us work more than that. All of us sitting here, talking here, work more than four hours a day. But that means we don't get time to do this scenario planning and thinking about the future because we're too busy doing the stuff of now rather than thinking about all those important things about the opportunities that this opens up and managing the risks. And I would imagine, you know, your stress levels are going to be higher 
if you know this is something you're going to have to deal with at some stage and you're not quite sure when you're going to deal with it or how you're going to deal with it, I think on the subject of confidence, confidence will go up if you have considered how you will respond to some of these really tough situations and they say, okay, if the worst happens, <clears throat> we will we will do this. And that is another source of confidence. The confidence is not just some arrogant positive thinking kind of confidence but I think a deeper stronger form of confidence that knows from having worked out scenario A scenario B here's the risk here's how we'll, here's how we'll deal with the risk and I think certainly doing that with a group of like-minded business leaders is going to be a whole lot different than trying to lock yourself away in your office and try and work it out for yourself which I think is where you know the academy plays plays a role would you say Ian that like-minded members do produce different ideas or, or doesn't it follow that like-minded people produce the same ideas as everybody else? I think the, the phrase like-minded for from the academy point of view is that you have people who come together knowing that they haven't got all the answers, knowing that there is uh, an opportunity to learn from others um, and in fact the important part of the academy experience is diversity is to have a group of people around a table who may well be like-minded in as much as that they are searching for for the answers that they know they haven't got themselves but that there's the opportunity to learn from others um, and take that away from them and that's where your uh, business model etc and your personal model gets challenged and then becomes becomes stronger doesn't it so fantastic well thank you very much ian for for being with us here today uh number two in our brexit special episodes from the sales chat show saleschatshow.com driving your sales forward thank you for listening You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. <laughs>